chance to look at it through other people's eyes. Take some time and reflect on what you believe in your soul. Cause that is the key to life. You gotta let the negativity go. Hello and welcome back to the What the Fox podcast with your hosts, Lindsay Fox and Amber Ross. Today we're gonna chat with you about this month's theme, which is change makers. And with today's episode, we're just gonna kick the month off. We're going to talk about change makers from our perspective and what we hope to impart in society, starting with this podcast. Absolutely. So, sorry, I yes. interrupted you already. Um, I actually interrupted you already. <laughs> I, I, it's going to be one of those days. It is. Yep. It's absolutely going to be one of those days. But <laughs> honestly, when you just said that, what first, like the first thing that just went through my mind was I know when we privately announced that we were going to do this podcast. There was a personal friend who commented on the private private page um, of saying, you guys are pod podcast makers and cycle breakers. <laughs> yes, I remember that. And I hope that that's true. I mm -hmm. genuinely, my goal with this podcast, <clears throat> first goal, because there's lots of them, right? But the first goal is to help open people's minds and to help people think about things in a way that previously they had not done before. And, you know, either because they didn't know there was another thought process or another perspective, or because, you know, they were raised in a household where nothing else was presented. So right. I think it's good to challenge the status quo. And I think it's important to have conversations that are previously taboo in yeah. a safe space. And I consider what the Fox podcast, a very safe space. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that conceptualization. Um, and two, I just, I actually had a, I didn't, I did not plan on sharing this today, but I will. <laughs> um, so today I actually made contact with a, someone I identified as a very good friend who I suddenly lost contact with. And um, she just wasn't on my Facebook connections or any of my social media connections anymore. And I found her recently and I said, hey, I, I just wanted to reach out. Um, I'm not sure what happened with us, but I'd love to make some time to connect and yeah. kind of see where things stand. And, you know, she actually wrote back today and I was so grateful for her time and energy in doing so. Um, and I'm, I'm sharing this story because I think it is an example of even my personal growth throughout this process. Sure. But she was able to reflect on, um, a number of, of just, in, in U.S. culture, a number of these issues that have generated the Black Lives Matters protest and mm. a lot of the ranting and online back and forth. And she was able to say, Lindsay, I've always valued our friendship. I've always respected you as a person. And I remember during XYZ timeframe in society, there was this thing going on and um, it was how you responded that made me reflect mm. on our friendship. And her feedback was interesting to me because she was saying it was, it was what you didn't say. Oh, it was the silence of what was not there. It was reading between the lines of what was not there is what actually ultimately affected her friendship. And oh, wow. Right. And I'm so glad to have this clarity now, of course, um, yeah. now, you know, some time has passed and I reflected on that. I said, you know, you're absolutely right. I can see where my silence was viewed as complacency. I can mm. see where I was essentially endorsing a problem 
and, mm -hmm. and perpetuating the problem through my silence. And it was a very humbling experience this morning to have that conversation. And we were able to kind of like patch a few things and, and, and kind of talk things out. And I ended up sharing, you know, Hey, I'm actually doing a podcast now because of this very reason, yeah. um, because of just how much for me, 2020 was so eye-opening on so many different levels, but it, it really forced me to lean in to so many different elements of my upbringing where I needed to reflect on <clears throat> just, uh, cultural norms that I had been around that were inherently, uh, just, they, they were normal. They were, you know, these toxic uh, patterns, belief systems, you name it, were just so normal that I didn't so know ingrained. any better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, I, when you're born into a, a place of privilege and it's never identified as privilege by mm. the people that raise you, um, it, it can be hard to check yourself, uh, at yeah. times. And Absolutely. so I think, right. I feel like that's a, a lot of, a lot of what's been coming out and, um, more openly, should I say, through the Black Lives Matters protest and the awareness around um, just systemic issues and structural issues as a whole, um, it's really made me reflect on a lot of different things. And um, I think that's where ultimately this podcast is so important, uh, at least for me on a personal level, is that um, it, it's, it offers an accountability check for mm. me. It, it keeps me in check and, and make sure I stay in my lane um, in the sense that I don't want to speak out for other people. I want other people to share their, their stories and for us to learn from their perspectives. Absolutely. And I think that's a really important point, right? Like neither one of us claim to be experts on every single topic we discuss. Certainly we have, we carry expertise in certain areas, but we do not limit this podcast to any one area. And because of that, we bring people on who are experts and who have different experiences and who have walked different paths than us in hopes of one, us learning from them, them learning from us and society as a whole, all of the listeners having the opportunity to see a different perspective and to learn alongside us because None of us are going to have it perfectly right ever for any reason. And Amber, I love that you mentioned that we bring on experts and I want to, I want to just insert a little caveat by what we mm. mean when we say experts. Um, so when we say experts, yes, while there might be, you know, official sounding people with special doctorates or degrees, <laughs> that's not exactly what we mean by expert. What we True. mean is that as human beings, we are each an expert on ourselves mm. and what our story comprises of and what our lived experience was about or is about. And so that is that to me is what I think is so powerful about this podcast is that we are trying to generate change through storytelling and having people share their expert opinion on their own lives. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. And I appreciate you bringing that up because you're right. And a lot of times we'll go, we'll talk to someone about a topic or we'll have an idea for a topic. And we just kind of look at each other like, I'm not an expert. Expert doesn't have to mean what society has always said it meant, means. Right. So I like it. <laughs> We've had so many guest speakers say like, 
I mean, I'm comfortable coming on, but I'm not an expert on that topic. And we're like, we don't need you to be an expert on this topic. That's fine. We know that you offer a different perspective and that's what we want to hear. It's Um, about learning. It's about growth. It's about expanding your mind and challenging your thoughts. Yes. Back to the podcast makers cycle breakers. It's about helping people break cycles, but sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And I think that's even like tying it back to that conversation with that person this morning is there was a, this person brought something to my awareness and, and that I didn't even realize there was something at that time in my life. I didn't know Mm -hmm. what I didn't know. And now I can reflect back a couple years later and say, man, I, I know better now and now I have to do better. Um, and so I do think that's where a big part of this podcast comes into play is, is just leaning into the discomfort, leaning into these conversations that people don't typically want to have, or we don't really want to check ourselves or privilege or, you know, where we are taking up space, maybe in places where we shouldn't be taking up space. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and just kind of sitting with that and exploring what that, that is like. Um, because there's so many people, as we've already seen, who have incredible life stories to share that mm-hmm. we could all take away something from. Absolutely. And, you know, the other side of that, not only not taking up space, perhaps where we don't need to take up space, but creating a space where people can take up space, like creating an opportunity yeah. and a platform where folks feel comfortable to come on and share their history, share their goals, share you know, whatever they're working on, whatever they're learning, I think that's really important too, because, mm-hmm. you know, some people might sit in the shadows, um, if not given the opportunity to actually step into the light. So I think Absolutely. this is important. Yeah, I know one of those more. people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, and that's just it. Is I think that, you know, that is kind of our role as change makers is to not just facilitate this space, but also use our voice for the greater good use our privilege toward something and when i say that i don't mean just this podcast i mean like taking it up a notch taking it up to a next level like how can we use our voice and our connections to facilitate change whether it be systemic change structural change advocate on behalf of the people whose voices aren't being heard mm-hmm. um and i know i've talked about this a lot just in the through the scope of being a therapist um I have oftentimes found myself assuming more of an advocacy role for children, absolutely, um, more more than playing the role of being their therapist, but getting so into the advocacy aspect of seeing what these children in need um, are not receiving within our pre-existing uh, systems, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> Um, where, where some change is needed. And I, and I have no problem poking the bear a little bit to see if we can get somewhere. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that's what we're doing, right? This is um, kind of a, an initial phase in what you and I have planned for the next several years of our lives, right? Like I'm not going to put right. a timetable on it, but this is like step one of stepping into fulfilling some goals and to opening up opportunities. So I know, Lindsay, you kind of have manifested a clearer picture for your next several phases. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Sure, sure. And yeah, surprise to our podcast listeners, surprise. there's actually a, a bigger goal. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't just say, hey, let's uh, do a podcast and that's it, folks. Uh, no, this is definitely a part of a bigger, a bigger picture 
project, so to speak. There's definitely more behind the scenes that we're actively working on um, with the goal of producing long lasting change mm. by targeting high level influential stakeholders who are the actual change makers within our judicial system, um, who the people who are um, you know, within the House or the Senate that can help influence the way policy and law uh, gets passed or works uh, in your local or state level or federal level um, kind of way. So I don't want to get into too much of the nitty gritty of it because it is like the stuff going on behind the scenes is pretty massive. Mm-hmm. In <laughs> um, case y'all were not aware, Lindsay is 100% like big picture thinker. Like she makes fun of me for my planning style, but it's only because my planning style is different than hers and hers is phenomenal. And just, I love seeing the carefully curated plans and ideas that are all interwoven ultimately to impact change. And I just, mm-hmm. I love it. And I won't, I will continue interrupting you, but I will let you continue as well. <laughs> no, but you're so good at it. This is where I feel like we balance each other so nicely because I do have the bigger picture view of, of what the end goal is and what I'd like to see things flourish into. And you have a wonderful knack of kind of keeping things on time and on track. And those details do matter, <laughs> but I don't want to deal with the details. You can deal with the details. I'll hang out in the details. You hang out in yeah. the big picture. <laughs> so, um, the, the one thing I am comfortable mentioning, though, is something that was it's already been published in the Shout Out Atlanta magazine article that came out um, just early. Or it was in March. It was in March. Yeah. Um, so I'll comment on that because it's kind of, it's out. Um, and that is the fact that I do have a personal goal of working with a number of stakeholders to generate um, educational opportunities for lawyers to become trauma-informed because this is something that I I learned the hard way, frankly, Mm -hmm. in my divorce process, uh, that that there are many, many attorneys that are not necessarily trauma-informed. When they go to law school, they learn the law. Yeah. They don't learn about psychology. They don't learn about trauma, the impacts of trauma, how trauma affects the way people, you know, see the world and behave in the world. And obviously the way that we behave in the world is what ultimately influences how laws are passed. (laughs) Absolutely. It's all connected. It's all connected. So I am working on something with a few different stakeholders that have a lot more clout and power than I ever will, but they are change eh, makers. You don't know that. Yet. <laughs> right. Maybe yet. not yet. Yet. That's right. But they uh they they are change makers and I bring mm-hmm. them, I mention them because it, it it does take a village. It does take a village to make these things happen. It's not a it's not it's not a one person thing, you know, we need people, we need people to rally and everyone has a part in, in making change happen. So whether it's you attending your local, you know, school board meeting or board of health meeting or Mm -hmm. whatever it is, your local, if there's not any kind of like, maybe your local police department doesn't have like a, a local, um, activism board or something like that like how we we had an episode with yeah. a, a gentleman named jay tensley back in gosh uh first february first of january or oh, mm. sorry february it was february yeah dates details uh, things and um that episode is called power to the people we highly recommend that you listen to definitely. it definitely well it was an awesome Jay's episode. phenomenal yes yeah 
Um, but he, he brought up some really good points around like what we can do on a local level to inspire change. And so we hope to inspire people to, you know, do their part, even on a local level, even if you're not out to like get right into Congress and tackle the, the things that are going on, like on a federal level, that's fine. You can do stuff and make a mark on a local level. Yeah. And I think that's actually really important to note because being a change maker isn't, doesn't have to be something huge. It doesn't have to be something worldwide. And it actually leads right into part of my why for doing what I do as a wellness coach, because I know I can impact changes, though they may start small in people's lives with the way they approach nutrition, the way they mm. approach physical movement and the way they approach just wellness and health as a whole, because our society does a terrible job of this. And I know I've mentioned that on previous episodes. I will never yeah. stop mentioning it until it changes. Good, don't, don't. <laughs> we love it. It's not about a size. It's not about a weight. It's not about any of those things. It is about fueling your body in a way that honors your system, moving mm -hmm. your body in a way that honors your system. And it's just the very basic level of you do routine maintenance on your cars, right? Why don't we view our health the same way? Why is there such a stigma mm -hmm. tied to this that, oh, well, if you work out all the time, that means, you know, you have something wrong with you, like your, your vein or whatever. Right. No friend, like some of us literally work out every day so that we don't punch people because that's frowned upon. Like <laughs> it's our, I'm just going to be real with you. <laughs> like it's, a, <laughs> it is a tool in my toolbox to help manage big emotions that and dance parties. You can ask Hazel. We use them regularly. Oh, I'd love to join you for those. Yeah. Thank dance you. parties are great. Like if you have a mood in the house that needs to shift, turn on some music, dance it out. I promise. So, that mood true. Will shift. so true. <laughs> I love that. That is so true. Yeah. But I digress a little bit. It's all, it's all interconnected because it's a perspective shift and it's my goal to help folks not struggle the way that I've struggled with food and exercise, because I had a very unhealthy view of it. And that's something that it colored a large portion of my life. It colored interactions mm -hmm. with people. It made me incredibly insecure because I was trying to fit into a box that society said mm -hmm. I needed to fit into that I was never born to fit into. Um, which made a lot of relationships really challenging, like mine and Lindsay's, <laughs> which oh. we've already talked about. <laughs> yes, that's right. That is another episode in uh, February, I believe. Um, yeah, so cue in just in case y'all have not listened to us prior to today. Um, Amber and I, we did not get along when we first met. We actually did not like each other at all. Um, mm -mm. I was more annoyed with her. She just straight up mm -hmm. hated my ass. <laughs> mm -hmm. I did. And for totally unrealistic and like unfair reasons. Um, it's so okay. we're friends I, now we're over it. I've had my own growth. Right. And I had to do my own soul work and my own, mm -hmm. just figuring out why I was mad at the world. Um, but now I'm channeling my mad at the world into healthy and positive ways by helping people realize that we don't work out to be skinny. We don't eat to be skinny. Like we work yeah. out because an object in motion stays in motion, right? The more mm -hmm. you do healthy exercise, the longer or the better chance you have at a longer mobile life and the better fuel you choose to put in your body, mm -hmm. same thing. So hopefully the work that I'm doing with my clients um, and with this podcast can help shed some light on that and make people look at it a little differently. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And I mean, so I know I didn't really get into the life coaching thing. So I do life coaching. I, I know I focus a little bit more on like the, the legal aspect of things. And it was because I was, I was getting excited because I was thinking about all the systemic You're change allowed. that can happen. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yes, likewise, as a life coach, it really is about changing someone's mindset. That's mm. like rule number one is that if you enter that journey of getting a coach of any kind, it really needs to come with a mindset shift. Yes. Um, one that like you're action oriented, motivated, ready to do the work. There's a willingness to change. Um, you're not going to be stubborn and willful about giving you a thousand excuses about why all the things won't work because we're going to be here to knock you on your ass and say, okay, well, do you want this <laughs> or not? Like you're paying us. Do you want this or not? Yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to keep it real with you one way or the other, but I definitely agree that these things start, uh, on a, on a small, small level at first, but then it generates drastic change over the course of one's lifetime. Um, and same Absolutely. whenever you say like, um, when you said just like getting your car, the maintenance on your car. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think about that with regard to like our mental health and our relationships. Um, it's, it's so important to just check yourself, check yes. your relationship do some check-ins with each other. Um, something I learned about you, Amber, is like how you and Eric do like annual vision walks or like talk about things that, um, what was helpful this year? What should we improve? What do we need to enhance, enhance on or whatever? And it's like those kind of conversations, while they might seem kind of like woo-woo and a little okay, I mean, the truth of the matter is, is if you create, if you got two people willing to create the time to do that, it shows a, an equal level of commitment of, yes. of saying, hey, you know what? We're both showing up. We both recognize we're not perfect, but let's do this as a team. Let's work toward getting better and improving things where we can. Absolutely. And one of the ways that I describe myself and people always laugh or chuckle a little bit, and I don't care, like I've given up caring at this point, but I will always be and consider myself a lifelong learner because I feel like the moment you stop learning and the moment you say, <laughs> I've arrived, I know all the things I will ever need to know. You're dead. Yeah. Like, that, that's it. Yes. <laughs> <Hallelujah>. <laughs> That's it, friend. <laughs> because I've always said that too. It's so funny you just said that. Yes. Yes. I've always said the moment you say you stop learning, you must be dead. That's so funny. Yeah. It's yes. just, it's not possible because you can't know everything that needs to be known at any given point in time. Yeah. That, that's another soapbox for another day entirely. It's okay. I thought we did great today. <laughs> yes. I do think we've, we've covered a lot. We talked a little bit about what change makers what that means to us and what we're hoping to start kind of at a grassroots level here with what the Fox podcast um, and a little bit, just a tiny, tiny glimmer into the bigger picture that we've got working behind the scenes. So definitely stay tuned because I know uh, we will be sharing more of that as days and um, months go on uh, just as it's able to be shared. That's exactly right. And we have some phenomenal guest speakers joining us mm. this month, by the way, speaking of change makers. So yes. tune in this month, every Tuesday, uh, we have got some amazing people sharing their personal stories or where they have helped, you know, move the mark uh, in, in their community or whatever it is that they're doing. And, and there's some amazing stories that y'all are going to hear a little bit later. So Thank you so much for tuning in today. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, YouTube, the whole nine guys, the whole nine. All the places. Yeah. I mean, really, you could just go to Linktree slash what the fox. 
<laughs> that makes it so easy. <laughs> so much. We yes. appreciate y'all so much. Thank you for sticking with us. You know, we're about three months, four months into our journey with this podcast, actually being live with y'all. Obviously, I've worked on it a lot longer than that, but we're just grateful that you're right on the ride with us because I think we're having fun so far. That's right. All right, guys, we will see you next Tuesday. And we all say everything is going to be just fine. It's going to fall into place. The sun is going to set on your terrible day.